I'm Ken. I'm Kid. And this is Manly Minds. <sighs> Who saw? Is that what that is? So, yeah. I mean, <laughs> basically, because, like, uh, I don't know. We, <laughs> we are going to talk about narcissism today because I thought that was a great jump in. But let me, if I may. Yeah. May I? Okay. So when you work for yourself. Mm-hmm. And you are your own, you know, your own boss and your own company. I sometimes think people think they can just, I don't know, maybe not give you the respect that you're owed. Uh, Not not even owed. A decent respect that you would normally give someone else, like a different business. So here's – let me explain what happened. Context is good. Preface this. Context. <laughs> so I have a new client who messaged me a couple weeks ago to make an appointment. Great. We, we made an appointment for actually tomorrow. Well, last week they messaged me and were kind of when it – okay, I admit I was hungry when I got the text. Okay. So that, is, that doesn't bode well, first of all. <laughs> it derails the whole situation. Enough. Right? Yeah. Eat, nap, fuck. Okay. <laughs> I was none of those. Uh filled up on that day (laughs) so um they said something that kind of irritated me and i'm like okay well i'm let me i will explain to you how this actually works so i go in to explain to them and then things got kind of weird and i'm like let's just do a consultation appointment which is what i normally would do anyway and charge them for the consultation oh i have no idea what this key is for but i just found it in my pocket Ooh. Ooh, shiny. Ooh. Squirrel. Um I wonder if this is to your store and I was supposed to give it to you. <laughs> okay, we'll play with that in a minute. Um Okay, I don't know what's to my mom's house. Probably. You're welcome. <laughs> uh, what are we? I really Two and a half minutes right. in, and we fucking derailed, derailed. this twice. Um, I don't. Think, anyway, unfortunately, that's not a record. <laughs> no, <laughs> I think three seconds three, is the record. Three, yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. So, so I make a consultation appointment. I said, "Hey, let's get on the same page because I think we're we're not, and I would like to be before you show up." Great. Make it for Saturday. Two minutes before the appointment, I get a text saying, I'm sorry, I can't make it. Can I come? (laughs) You're going to finally buy your first big boy house. (sighs) Hold on. Big boy shower. (laughs) Yeah. That was interesting. (laughs) I know. I I thought it was you at first, and I'm like, oh, no, that was me. Um Okay, so I'm like, let's do a consultation appointment, and I didn't require a deposit, which I should have. I, I know better. It's, it's just for hair or for reading? For hair. Yeah, oh, yeah, you definitely. I yeah. encourage all hairdressers, all barbers. Taking deposits. Deposit. Yep. Um, I so, don't miss my appointments, but no. other people do, and that right. shit kills is, you guys. Yeah, because yeah. like tomorrow, I because of what we were doing, I scheduled her for four hours, and now I now, as of today, because I canceled it, I have a four-hour break, Jim. Mm-hmm. Um, but you don't want to. You still need to make no, money. I, I, yeah, I would rather be making you know mm-hmm. my, my money. Anyway, so two minutes before the appointment, I get a text saying, I can't make it. Can I come later? I said, no. I'm busy this afternoon, but I can do Monday Monday without work. Sure. 10 o'clock. Great. We'll see you then. So I'm in toilet at 10 o'clock this morning, biting my lip, and sit there and sit there and nothing, nothing. So I finally – I just text. I'm like, listen – I'm going to have to cancel our appointment for tomorrow. Um, you have had two consultation appointments, one that you text me two minutes before and the other one that today you didn't show up. So I appreciate your interest in wanting to be my client. <laughs> and, and you know, I, um, I'm just unable to do it at, the, at this time. And um, I haven't got anything back. Um, it's just irritating, like... It's just irritating, and I know that actually. I know that happens a lot. No, and I completely agree with you. I, I get it all the time in my business. I mean, I'm in an antique store. Yeah. Oh, you're never there when I come see you. Uh, no. Did I'm, you make an appointment? Exactly. I'm working. Am I supposed to be here all the time? 
isn't it? You set up your business like my type of business. You're in a skilled business. You have to be there because that's your skill. Yep. I'm not in a skilled business. I don't have to be here. As long as there's someone running my store, I do whatever the fuck I want, which I'm usually working. Yeah. Or doing something else or volunteering in a meeting or meeting. Yeah. Yep. I, I mean, I'm a busy man. Yep. And I get it all the time. Well, you're never there. Right? And then when I am here, they want to sit and bullshit for hours. It's like, dude. I got work to do. You ain't got time. I, I mean, I'd love to talk to you, but how about we do this when I'm not at work? Yep. Because I still have a job. Yeah. They think, oh, you're a business owner. You can make your own schedule. You can do whatever you want. Yeah, I can, but I still have to make money. I still have yep. to keep myself in line. And if you guys are throwing wrenches in my spokes, I can't keep myself in order. And that no. pisses me off. But yeah, I, I agree 100%. Well, it's everyone else, you know, like everyone else is coming but they, well, I think they expect to come first. Like this person was telling me, I don't know what color you use, but this is what works. And I'm like, mm-hmm. Well, my expertise, which is over a decade, thank you, um, of doing this, is this. And, and your stylist probably didn't know what the fuck they were doing if they were doing it that way. <laughs> that was my – I'm like – that literally I'm like, well – yeah, of course it's not going to work because this is what they're doing. Or they bought the shit from Walmart and decided to do it in their own kitchen. Yeah. I'm like, like, that's how you want to do it, fine. But how about it? Don't go to Ken or anybody else to have it fixed because, oh, yeah. You know what? Um, corrective <clears throat> color is a very expensive thing. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's a process, too, huh? Oh, yeah. And I'm, you know, I'm kind of, uh, what was I reading the other day? Um, I read an article about. Um, Actually, it was Tate who sent it to me, I think, um, about uh, – and it was specifically for hairdressers, but, like, undercharging because you think that you're you're helping and you think that you're doing it because you're trying to keep your client, so you undercharge. But really, like, they roll up in a Cadillac and can afford to pay full price – but we do this weird thing, which I think happens to in all of us. doesn't matter what industry you're in. We undervalue ourselves. Oh, yeah. And so, th- you know, then we're stuck in this in this cycle of, well, I'm now doing it. And this could be anything. This could be friendships, relationships, like partnerships. It could be anything. Now I'm doing it, and I'm going to start getting really uh, irritated and aggravated and fed up because I'm actually not getting what I'm worth. Or getting a fair exchange out of the situation. But guess what? It's my fault. Mm-hmm. I took a price increase, God, toward the end of last year. And the weird thing, now I'm making what I made 10 years ago in Portland. <laughs> yeah. And other people in the hair industry in this area are still charging now more than I am. And, and I don't know. Part of me goes, okay – Part of me is resistant to this fair market thing uh-huh. where people can charge whatever. And I'm like, yeah, but like I, I, I'm resistant to being super greedy and I don't want to be greedy, but I think maybe even that is wrong. I'm resistant to actually charging what I'm worth because maybe I'm not too sure what I'm worth. Do you know what I mean? That makes sense. Like it, it's like a, like a deep rabbit hole when you start talking about self worth and how we value ourselves and how how we how we see it um, and how we experience it. Well, I, I can kind of paint a visual for you, but self worth and everything's completely different. But I can kind of paint a visual. We get a, we get a buffet in my store. Uh, I do all the research on my shit. It's nineteen forty five uh, Chippendale furniture. It's worth seven hundred dollars. It's selling on the free market right now for $700. So what price am I going to put on there? $700. Yeah. I have millions of people coming in all the time. Oh, would you take less? Would you take less? Would you take less? And I look at him and say, that is currently what it is selling for. Not you listed. Want, not listed. This is not what I'm asking. Sold for. I mean, yeah. and there's other listings on there, you know, sold for, they're asking 1000 they're asking 1200 So that kind of pinks the picture. Other people are asking this much for their services mm-hmm. when they're really only worth $700 worth. Mm-hmm. So it, it, the free market yeah. is one of the most intriguing items that I've, I've been into as long as I've been into business because – it shifts, it changes, it, it does a lot of different things, but it gives the flexibility to 
us to make those decisions rather than someone else. Mm-hmm. See, oh, your skill is this, your skill is this, your skill is this, you're worth this. Well, I think I'm worth more. In our demographic, of course, if you went over to Salt Lake, you could probably charge more. Yeah. But you're not, you're in Tooele. So, mm-hmm. of course, we have to charge less. And there's many reasons behind yeah. that when you look at economics behind it. But yeah. yeah. But if that painted a picture for everybody, it paints a, paints a picture for me. I'm a visual man. I like to see things how I, I, I like to put it in my own perspective. But. Um, I think that's, I know, I think it's great. I'm, I think it's very, it was a good it was a good picture. But then one of the things that always drives me nuts when I get asked, well, it's been sitting on the floor for a while. Mm-hmm. That just means it's going up in value. Would you like it to sit on the ceiling? <laughs> just kidding. Sorry. It's been in here for a while. Are you Sorry. ever going to reduce it? Mm, probably not. This isn't Walmart. No. Um, I'm uh, I'm horrible at going to, like, um, not yard sales, but, like, like antique markets and things mm-hmm. where it kind of, People do expect bartering. Yeah, bartering. Oh, yeah. Um, I can't do it. I'm like, that's the price on the tag. Great, I'll pay it. I don't. I'm horrible at it because I really think like, if that's if that's what you're asking, then it's my choice to say exactly I'm going to feel. pay that or not. Like, which is why when we were buying um, furniture for Blue Antler in the very beginning before we opened, we took my sister. <laughs> I'm like, hey, I need. I need someone who can actually wheel and deal. Uh-huh. This guy can't wheel and deal because I'm too much of a straight shooter. Like, this is what I need. This is what I want. And, and it's hard to say that. I, I'm in the business. I'm in that industry, and I'm, I'm the same way. I hate I look at the price, and I'm going, well, I can't sell it for more. I um, It's not worth it to me. I'm not even going to barter. That's what they want for it. I'm going to respect that. Do you think that um, – and, and I've wondered this. Like, do you, not you specifically, but do people – automatically build in room to negotiate in your industry yes okay yes i know some do some do i try not to that'd be hard for me because i really hate negotiating i set and the first the first rule in negotiation is you don't set the first price right so i've already done that i've already made the first mistake so i don't like people coming in saying oh what's the least you would take for this um right there that's the number we start there you want to make an offer, make an offer. Yep. The worst I can tell you is no. Yeah. So go ahead. You're not going to offend me. I'm just going to tell you no. Don't get I'm offended in return. No. I, I just had one yesterday where I know something's worth this. They offered me almost 80% less. And I'm like, no. Nah, no. I can get this out of my store. So. No. Was it the door? Mm-hmm. Damn. <laughs> I like that door. That door was a beautiful it door, is. by the way. And if 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 it wants if people want to fight about it, I'll just go install it in my own house. I got a good spot for it. Yeah, right. Not complaining one bit. No, God no. <laughs> um, okay. So, but I really think you're evolving into our topic for the day because you talk about mm. people that can go out and barter because what are they doing? Mm. And honestly, they're only thinking about themselves. Mm-hmm. They're thinking about the best thing they can get for themselves. They yep. don't give a shit about what the business has involved. Nope. They don't give a shit about what the hairdresser just missed out on. All they really care about themselves. So yep. you're right. People don't think, and I've always thought this, every action has another reaction. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter if it's to you or your neighbor. Everything you do is going to affect somebody somewhere. No matter what it is, yeah. So we gotta make better choices, man. That's just my point of view. And yeah, some days I'd like to wake up and be, I'm gonna be narcissistic and just fuck all the world, fuck you guys. I'm gonna drive down the road with my blinders on, not my use my blinker. I don't give a shit. I'm just gonna go where I want to go, do what I want to do, and I don't give a fuck what anybody <laughs> thinks. Well, I can't do that. It's not me. I thought about you the other day when I I had to go when across you were traffic. Off. No. <laughs> yeah. Baby, well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I can't even look at you right now. Um, uh-uh, uh-uh. You were crossing traffic. Yeah. You thought about me because of that story you told. You're like, I hate when people they make everyone stop. But I made sure that when I was crossing three lanes of traffic, that no one was coming, and I didn't make them stop. But I thought of you. I Thank still you. can't look at you <laughs> after you said that. But it's true. I mean, if we just took a few more seconds to think about others and how our actions are going to affect others i think this whole world would be a better place but narcissism is really it's it 
it's hard like, and it's real and i think it's i think it's hard i think the i think the hard part for me is going okay i'm going to think about mm, i'm going to put myself and my needs at the at, in the top of the list mm-hmm. and then i'm also going to think about how that affects the immediate pe- the people in my inner circle right like you would call it and does it affect them or will they be affected by it do I need to speak to them first and then kind of, you know, go from there? Uh, I think it's hard for me when sometimes there's a little bit of a disconnect in there. And and I, I've thought through the reaction. And part of me just is like, well, I'm, I have to ignore it. I, I have to ignore that, what that's going to do to other certain other people Mm -hmm. and and i will accept the fallout that's a hard one but the thing is you thought about it there are people out there won't they don't think about it they don't care at least you took into consideration and took into thought and you're prepared to say hey this is what i had to do i apologize if it did anything to you narcissists they just do it they don't care they do it and they walk away they don't they don't even know. It doesn't even cross their mind. You're no. a, you're you're the thought of that dog shit they just stepped in. That not yeah. even that far. Yeah. Yes. They they, they don't even think about it. Mm-mm. So let's look at this. So obviously you you're not a narcissist. Um, I've been called. I know I've been called that before, but it's because I do it. I do whatever I fucking want to do. Uh, <laughs> uh, okay, which is not entirely. Well, it's just true. I do what I want to do, so just make sure you're on the top of my to-do list, and you'll be fine. <laughs> but there's a fine line between doing you and, and putting yourself first yeah. and a narcissist. Which, the, you're absolutely I mean, right. you still think yeah. about the reaction. You think, oh, yeah. if I say this on Facebook, I think this person might get offended, so maybe I just won't do that. Or maybe I'll explain to them that this is not what I meant by it. Yeah. Because you care about that person. Yes, right. And that's just an example. It has no clout behind it. It's just an example. Yeah. Okay. So I pulled this up, and we're going to kind of work off this. Um, It's from 10facts.com. So the number one, the number zero, FAQ.com, and it's on help. Ten narcissistic personality disorder symptoms. Frequently asked questions. Is that that acronym? I think so. Fucking acronyms in this world. I'm tired of them. I've had enough. (laughs) Oh, uh, yep, that's I an did. Acronym. Yep. Uh, <laughs> okay. In Greek mythology, Narcissus was a hunter that found himself to be so beautiful that he became fixated by his own reflection in a pool. Such was his fixation that he lost the will to do anything else, and he died as a result. The story of Narcissus has inspired the name of a personality disorder known as narcissism. Generally speaking, a narcissist will have an exaggerated sense of self-importance. Captain Cutmuffin. Um, (laughs) The condition is estimated to affect around 0.5% of the general population in the U.S., with up to 75% of those being men. I would argue that 0.5%. I think it's higher. Wow. But I do agree that men are... Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah, I can see it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, when, let me finish this paragraph, and yeah. then we're going to dive, because yeah. that's interesting. <laughs> rabbit hole. Uh-huh. The effects of the condition can range from having a mildly negative effect on those affected and those around them. Oh, I forgot my reading glasses. Uh, to potentially destroying numerous lives. Politicians. Uh, Here are some of the most common symptoms associated with narcissistic personality disorder. All right. Hold on. I'm surprised that – that okay, so if we're looking at 0.5% and 75% of that is 3.75%. So 0.375% of the population of – who are men? No, yeah, of the population, are narcissist men. Wow. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I would argue that number too. I don't think it's high enough. So, well, here's the <laughs> other thing. Like, do you believe that? Well, I, I read this article once 
about um, borderline personality disorder and how potentially it is a, a disorder that someone's having, but you as the parent are exemplifying behavior that then your child is going ahead and making the uh, repeating the behavior because it's what they've been taught not necessarily because they have borderline personality disorder now i did talk about that with one of my peers um in in my sh my uh, shamanic culture and they actually had read an article <laughs> at that point that said um it's not just a behavior mirroring or learning behavior it does actually it actually can be passed on so i find it interesting in both of those situations so would the number, in that instance, would the number of narcissists be growing? Or should we take all of those men and cut their little, make, give them a little vasectomy so they can't do it? And would we breed narcissism out of our culture? Yeah. Oh, that was it. a lot. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, no, that, that was, was a that lot was, of questions. That was huge. Yeah, I mean, that, because you took, and I, of course I'm right. Do you know what else is huge? <clears throat> the gun the show. <laughs> make sure you get your tickets. The gun show's coming. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> I had to throw that in there. <laughs> I'll tell you the mouse story in a little bit, too. Yes. And, oh, I've got another story that was to good. go along with that with kids, too, because it just put a big, huge fucking smile on my face when, when I needed it. Most. I love but it. Anyway, I love fucking kids. They just, they're just they just so innocent and awesome that they can put huge smiles on your face and make you feel good, and I don't even want to know what you're yep. thinking. Nope. Nope. <laughs> but anyway. Yeah. I almost spit. Sorry. <laughs> falling down the rabbit hole of, of breeding narcissism out of our culture. I don't think you can. I really don't. Uh, and and I, I want to argue that I don't think narcissism is, is taught or or, or given or, 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 I don't think it's taught. I just don't. There are people out there that literally they just they don't have. Oh God, but that, that what would Greg say? That's that's what I'm thinking right now. What oh, would Greg say about this about. topic right now? Because mm. maybe they are taught. Maybe I'm, oh yeah, my mind is fucking gone. Hey Greg, if you have if you want to weigh in on this, you can do it through um, Anchor, where you can leave us a voicemail, and we'll include it in next week's episode. Your reaction to um, us talking about narcissism? Narcissism, yeah, because or anybody for that matter, we are a product of our upbringing. Um, so right there, we are who we are, and we are making the best decisions that we know how to make with the information we have. It's it's tough, right? Maybe it's we tough. can breed it out. I I think if anything, breeding it out will be fun. <laughs> Sorry, you just think breeding's fun. Oh my god! Without the so breeding much, part, it's so much fun. <laughs> but hi, babe. That is a tough question. You're you're onto something, though. What 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 can we do about it? I mean, we've already said everybody needs a therapist. We fucking fully agree. I don't give a shit if you think you're the most amazing person on this planet. You have issues. You need help getting through them. I guarantee it. We all need a therapist. We all need, we all need somebody that we can rely on to yep. talk to, to vent to, and and most of us need a professional that understands. The way the mind works. Well, someone who's uh, objective. Yeah. Well, yeah. Someone's going to challenge you. Because your mom will be like, oh, honey. Oh, it's fine. It's fine. And she's mm -hmm. always going to think that you're, well, not always, but 99% of the time she's going to be on your side. Oh, yeah. Which oh, is what 100%. she should be. So we, we all need a therapist. <laughs> we, we all do. And, and those people that support you but that don't give you advice, they just say, hey, I'm here to support your decision. You're like, well, fuck you. You didn't give me any help. I appreciate you being here to support my decision, but God damn it, give me some advice. Tell me what you would do in this situation, yep. and then I'll make my decision. Uh, people are scared, though. I know. I get it. I am, too, sometimes. Yeah, it's true. But how, <laughs> how do you get the narcissist out of society? Should we look, in, should we look at this? Guggle it? You want to guggle it? Well. Or you want to keep reading your let's, article? Let's keep, yeah. Let, yeah, let's keep going. Let's That's a rabbit at, hole that I'm going to have to. I know. You're going to have to think about that. Uh, I'm still chewing this up. And I just ate. I'm eating again. You were eating again. Nom, okay. Nom, nom. Symptom one, uh, lacking empathy. The vast majority of us are able to understand how others are feeling. Then we will generally act accordingly, reassuring people and offering sympathy if they are sad. For the narcissist, though, empathy does not come so easily. Even if you are having a terrible day, 
The narcissist will unlikely will is unlikely to sympathize. They may not even understand it all while, while understand at all why you are sad. I'm going to give you an example of this. And I didn't it pissed me off. Okay? So uh hmm. He who shall remain nameless. <laughs> That's a Harry Potter reference. Um um do you think they've made a porn called Harry Potter? I'm sure. H-A-I-R-Y? I'm sure they have. Okay. And um, I'm sure it didn't originate in the 70s. <laughs> no, no. Okay, anyway. I don't know why I went there. Okay, sorry. Back, back. I do. Okay. Um, last October, when I had my – so every six months I have a PET scan for cancer. Well, October when I had it, after the person that I was dating, who is, I believe, a narcissist – um met me for breakfast at a restaurant. And it was like, I'm like, okay, I've had this appointment. And luckily I get my results that day. I know that doesn't happen for everyone. So I'm like, yes, cancer free. Yes. So we meet for breakfast literally within like three minutes of entering the restaurant. He was fixated on one of the waiters who he wanted to, who he thought was attractive and like, we're sitting at the table, and every time he would walk out, I knew because – and he even knew his name like like that. With, with that. And I'm like – so I, I shut down, and I'm like – so – and then my in my attempts to communicate effectively, hmm, um, I said, hey, okay, I just went through this gigantic thing that is every six months that weighs on me for so. This time it didn't, but last time, last all few six times, months. yeah, especially the one month prior, that's all I can, because it's on my calendar, I can see it, I can think about it, I'm looking at it all the time, and, and it's huge, and it's huge, and you're like thinking about the dick that you want to get in you, who's walking around, and I could see there were zero there was zero wheels turning with that. And then, and it, it was the most crazy thing I've ever watched. And I thought I was crazy. It, and, and I think narcissists do this to us as well. They make you think you're the crazy one, oh yeah, oh yeah. but I'm, but it's your fault. Not oh my God. Yeah. It was the weirdest fucking thing. And now like looking back on it now, I know that that, now is narcissistic behavior. There was like zero empathy. There was zero fucks to give and nothing, nothing could have even me discussing it. It caught like it calmed. I was able to communicate my feelings. That sounds cheesy, but it helped me deal with it in the moment so that the rest of the time we had together wasn't. I wasn't shut down and like checked out and being like, fuck you. So I was a big boy in that moment and <laughs> expressed myself. But um, now, like, really looking into narcissism, because I didn't, I see that and I'm like, fuck, okay, I get it. I understand. I understand that. And my mind was playing back on some scenarios that I've gone through as well as I was listening. And we could talk about the difference between sympathy and empathy. Mm -hmm. We talked about that with Greg. What is the difference between sympathy? Sympathy is more fake. It's more, uh, uh, yeah, here's 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 a card. Get feeling better. When empathy is more like, bro, I know you're going through some shit. Let's yeah. talk. Yeah. Tell me what's going on. Yeah. I, we, You and I can feel other people's energy. Yeah. You a lot more than me. You're more in tune than I am. Mm. You're working with me on getting in tune with mine, and I don't fucking like it. You guys can have this back. It's hard. Oh, fuck. Uh, anyway, it's but hard. yeah. And, and another thought that came to my mind, do these people just not – and not just I'm not going to say these people. Are there certain people out there that just don't have the bandwidth to reciprocate the the empathy? They feel it, but it affects them so deeply that they just they shut down themselves. They're not necessarily. I mean, your your situation is Maybe. obvious, but I've I've had situations I'm thinking of that it's not necessarily that they're a narcissist. It's it's more the fact that they don't. They feel it. They understand it. They just don't know how to react because they, uh-huh. they're they shut down, too. It, uh-huh. it scares them, too. Well, and 
so let me let's go here for a minute. Are we unable? Mm, no. Let me let me. Okay, couple things. I keep writing. I keep. I'm sorry. I haven't blogged for a few weeks, but it's been simmering. <laughs> <laughs> Unsolicited advice mm-hmm. is what I'm going to write about mm-hmm. this week. I'm I gonna, like it. I'm going to write it now. We either want to fix everyone who has a problem that comes to us, mm-hmm. or I start to see in um, in certain. I think. And this could be everywhere. I'm just noticing it in younger generations where they ca- they talk about themselves a lot. And then when you go to speak about yourself, you can see them check out and see them. And this ha- I guess this happens with every generation, but every anybody. They just start to think about what they're going to talk about next. So they're, they're listening for the intent to reply rather than listening to listen. Yeah. I, I don't even know if they're listening. They're just thinking about what they want to say next. So – are we even teaching people how to be uh, empathetic or how to be present and even ask like, Hey, Oh my God. Stop it. Uh, stupid phone. Don't, don't break though, please. Uh, I can't afford a new one right now. Um, so when you come to me, this is what, this is kind of where, where I'm at now. This is me. Hey, do you just need me to listen? Do you want? Because you'll even you'll even say stuff to me, and I'm like, "Do you want to know what I think?" And you'll always ask. Yeah, yeah I try to because mm-hmm. I don't want to just be like, "Well, guess what, Tyson? Guess what, kid? You need to do this, 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 and this." Mm-hmm. And I, because I really hate that. Mm-hmm. I really, really hate when people. Yeah, because sometimes to me. people are just venting just to vent. I mean, they don't necessarily need yeah. advice, but they just want to get it off their chest. And I'm 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 horrible with that too. So I think what you're doing is. Is helpful. It's helping me understand it and helping me ask those questions too. Well, I think and I, I, I just don't even. Well, I love my sister, um, and this has been like ten years ago, but she was calling me on the phone and complain, complain, complain about a situation, and I would give her advice and without it was unsolicited. She didn't ask for it. I would just give it to her, and then I told her, I'm like, okay. If you're going to call me from now on, you have five minutes to bitch about something. And then after that is when we're, gonna, we're just going to talk. And she got mad and hung up on me. Um, so uh, that's, I think, when I started and with, yeah, I think that's when I started to go, okay, I need to figure out what people want out of me, want from me in situations where they're talking to me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then I can go from there because I don't I don't want to be hung up on. I don't want people to be mad. So do you just need me to listen? Great. You have 10 minutes mm-hmm. or 20 minutes, you know, I, but I'm not going to I'm not going to make it worse by like all of a sudden I'm telling you what to do. And you're like, that's not what I want. That's not what I need. Mm-hmm. And, and we make that mistake often. I know I do. I know I've made that mistake in my relationships where. They're just venting to me about their yep. day. And I'm so empathetic and so involved, and I'm feeling their energy. I'm feeling their frustration. I get what's going on, and I just want to make it better. Yep. But I can't. No. There is absolutely fucking nothing that I can do to make the situation better. So all I need to do is sit there, shut the fuck up, mm-hmm. and let it rip. Yeah. And just, as, you're, as I'm learning from you and Kelly and everybody, just to let the energy just kind of flow through. And let it go because that's what they're doing. They're yeah. dumping on you. Yeah. They need to dump on you. Yes. And we should be able to, I should be able to handle that a lot better than I have been. And I'm learning too. So it's, it's a, it's a different process, but yes. Well, yeah, I think too, with, um, with, with that, it, it's, uh, <laughs> learning, hmm, learning to be like a filter. No. Yeah. 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 Okay. So. Here's my shit, and I'm about to dump it on you, right? Mm-hmm. So I dump it on you. If you know that you don't need to respond, all you need to do is listen, you can basically have this one giant hole filter where it all pours through you, and you don't need to attach to any of it. Mm-mm. Any of it. Um, or, hey, uh, I would like your input on this. So then you might create a little bit of a filter, a little bit more of a filter where 
you're allowing and you kind of can energetically program it to get rid of like let the frustration flow through but pick up on the things you need to pick up on to help the situation because the last thing we need to do people who come to us i think which is hard is not get caught up in the emotion because if you get caught up in the emotion then that's where they're at Mm -hmm. And you can't objectively help them. So we need to like allow the emotion to pour through Mm -hmm. and the facts to stay so that we can help them objectively deal with the situation. And I don't think we think about it that way because, dude, let's just go fucking kick his ass. Come on. Yeah, Yeah, come on. (gasps) You want to kick the (gasps) ass? Then, right? (laughs) So then that's what we do. And that's not helpful. No. It just gets everyone in Everybody riled in jail. up, pissed off. And yeah, right? Uh-huh. So it doesn't help. But, uh, and <laughs> but you know, yeah. Like, I think there are ways to to, uh, to approach that. Yeah, I like it. I yeah. like it. Yeah. Um, that was... You're welcome, everyone. Um, you can just rewind that and tape it and make it your... Make it a GIF. I don't care. Make it a GIF. Make it a... <laughs> You should do that. Will you do that? <laughs> make it week? a gift. Make, make it a gift. The pumped up version of us and getting then, all riled. Yeah. <laughs> did you get some, you get some <laughs> veins pump, pumping out of your head and <laughs> your face turning red? And <laughs> My voice is all scratchy now. Uh, okay. Can we talk about. Oh, you got stuff. You did. No, no, we no, were go. No, I think I, I hit my points. Did that you we're hit it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we're good. I hit it right on the head. Sim- <laughs> I went uh, deep, uh, as deep as I can go. Yeah. Balls deep with kid. <laughs> um, symptom number two. Ready? Mm-hmm. Conversation hogger, which we kind of just talked about. I mentioned that because I, I, I'm sorry. I looked down and saw it. So I mentioned it with um, when people don't know what else to say and they become conversation hoggers. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm guilty, and I've tried to change that with myself. Is sometimes I'm just rolling so hard with the situation that yeah. I have to stop myself and say, fuck, dude, what about them? I just completely dumped mm-hmm. all of my negative energy onto them, and I haven't even said, hello, how was your day? And mm-hmm. I'm guilty of that, too. So for yeah. everybody I've done that, too, I apologize. I am working on that. You know what? We're all a work in fucking progress, oh, but yeah. you're not a narcissist. No, <laughs> no, not even close. Uh, uh, symptom number three is self-importance. So, Sorry. I like it. Um, the narcissist will often feel as though they are the most important person in the room. They feel that as though their contributions are vital and that others simply will not be able to manage without them. They're happy to let other others uh, know of their perceived importance and expect others to fall into line. Now, go. If that is seriously a situation, then our numbers need to be uh, hell of a lot higher than 0.5%. Because yeah, we live in a world right now when people walk into a room, they do think they are the most important motherfucker in there. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we're in an organization that I see this all the time. So this is my thought. I don't want to forget. No, it. go ahead. No, no. I'm I'm doing like your your notes. Do you need some in a piece nope. of paper? Mm-mm, okay. Mm-mm, this so is good. We, we we work in an organization that does the same thing. You walk in a room, they're like, well, I did this, I'm this, I'm this, I'm this, I'm this, and I'm going, Yeah. That has absolutely fucking nothing to do with why we're here. So I don't fucking care. Yeah. But yeah, go ahead. Chapter Chapter Medic. <laughs> yeah. Chapter comic. <laughs> Chaplain. Um mm-hmm. Oh, oh, um, the the importance thing I think is very interesting because yeah we're talking about it in terms of a narcissist but how many like how many kids I'm using kids want to be TikTok or internet famous or YouTube famous all of them all of them every single one they of want them. to walk into a room and they want to feel important and they want to have everyone look at them and go oh my god they're so amazing I love them. and I want to be near them so. I don't we need parenting classes, people. Everybody does. We need does. parenting classes. Everybody does. And guess what? We need help. As a parent, you need help. Mm-hmm. Because there's no manual. No, and if you're a single parent, I think that's even harder because then if you have more than one child, how do you make sure that everyone's getting like no, not even getting how 
all you're doing is trying trying to survive sometimes and you're doing your best to like I'm in a fucking I don't, I honestly think you're onto something there. I think most single parents are just moving along trying to survive. There is no game plan. They're just minute by minute. Hopefully they make it to the next day. Well, and I think I think uh, having schedules helps. Um but also being able to, you know, go with the flow a little bit. There's a balance. You have, you have to do both, but I also I just think it's so hard to be a parent one, to be a parent on your own, two, um, and then to be the parent who doesn't have the child most of the time. But would love to. But would love to. Would absolutely jump at the chance. Yeah, we're, and so, like, where, so where do the kid? where do these kids, where are they lacking in feeling important in, in their parents' lives? Now, while I'm, real quick and then I will turn the floor over to you <laughs> I have had people tell me uh, we refuse to have kids because of how like my parents did everything they could but but there's the but the qualifier yeah right not and it was but but hello I think they need to start paying us for their all their ads coming up during my damn podcast here I'm so sorry vacuums so uh but they're like you know my parents they didn't have enough time for themselves they tried to balance it out and no one won in this situation because trying to get me what i needed and then what they they needed was a mess and and i see this and i see the stress and i don't want to go through that so some people are really deciding not to have kids based upon that and i think that um awareness Probably makes you one step closer to you're the ones who should be having a kid instead. But but you get and not but you get to make the decision for yourself. Mm-hmm. And I th- I think those those type of people are the are the people that are more mature for for it. But they've already realized that they can't do it. And, and I'm not discrediting anybody that has kids and still can't do it because you're all amazing. You you single moms out there with two three four kids. Uh, not getting much help from dads, not getting much help in child support, man. <laughs> you ladies keep rocking. My mom was a single mom. Um, I, my dad didn't exist. She she raised me by herself pretty much yep. uh, with my family, of course, my, my aunt and uncle, my grandma and grandpa, they helped out. But hey, for you ladies that are doing that, man, kudos to you. You keep fucking rocking. We support you. We get it. We understand. But I think you're right. Mm-hmm. For uh, It's just... It's hard to, to talk about valuing valuing yourself, uh, mm-hmm. but then overvaluing yourself is another story. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but we, 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 but this was also taught. I mean, back in it's, this has been this has existed for centuries. Let's admit it. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think we can we can fix this this self love this this valuing yourself this teaching each other or or ourselves. You know. I know what I'm worth. I mean, this goes back to our, our conversation when we first started with the mm-hmm. with the hair. Uh, I don't think any of us that are not narcissists know our true value. Mm-hmm. Narcissists? Oh, fuck, dude. They, they are the most important. Are you ready? Yeah. So symptom number four is false image projection. The narcissist feels it's important. Oh, that was me. I'm all, who, why are you making sound? The narcissist feels it's important to always give others the impression that they are highly successful. They need to be seen in expensive cars and and will often uh, only consider living in highbrow addresses. Yeah. I think that goes along with what you were just saying. Yeah, and and it is. Instead of – read that. Read that. Was it the first or second line again? Uh, They feel the need to be seen – or the first okay the first one is the narcissist feels it is important to always give others the impression that they are highly successful that one right there so that one that one hits the spot hits hits me right at home the narcissist always wants to make you know their value mm-hmm. when we should be turning that around and making sure other people know their, their value. value you shouldn't care slam how much people don't think of your value because that's up to you. 
Well, that's up to your the, what you negotiate with that person, uh-huh. right? Yeah. Well, you should be saying, "Hey, I value you because you do this. You're amazing." Yeah. There, there are times when, um, like, I'll just out of the blue. Hold on, I'm negotiating with myself. You're gonna say, "What are you say, channeling, right? Are I you should, channeling something, or no, you, are you rethinking your thought?" I'm negotiating my. Um, okay, there will. Um, there are times. Uh, there are times out of the blue, I will just text, "Hey, I love you so much," and that, the text I get back is, "What brought that up?" Nothing. I just wanted to let you know. That's exactly how I am too. Just out of the blue, I, I just, do it to my kids all the time. Yeah. It probably drives them nuts. Yeah. But hey, it's just me. I just want you to know I was thinking about you, and I love you. And it's 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 nothing. Just say it back. It, we're good to go. And I feel like doing it to a lot of other people, but they'll probably fucking think I'm weird. So I just. You can send that to me anytime. <laughs> just kidding. Okay, so real quick, I, I want to finish this. Yes, um, Danielle, this is for you. Oh, um, Look out. So I think actually, I th- yeah, I think you saw this. So he who shall not be named that that one. Um, okay, because okay, wait, I've kind of cleared the air there, but talking about this. May not clear the air anymore, but stirred up some maybe. PTSD a little bit, some, uh, some no, unfinished I, business, or well, see, I don't think, I don't, I don't think I'm, I don't think he listens to the show, which is great, mm-hmm. which is fine. Um, so, but there was, so I'm gonna tell you. Oh, I'm gonna read this and then I'll tell you. Okay. Uh, their clothes have to be brand name designers. They have to go to the best hairdressers, and they let people know all about it. Now, the funny thing was. There was a uh, a post that he made not too long ago. I'm at the best barber and that I've ever been to and you get tea and like and so there's a ton of pictures showing him in the in the little waiting area for the barber shop and, and he had tea and then he's taking pictures of the barber. He's the most handsome barber. He's the, this is the best experience of and this is the best place to go and I'm like and I'm like why do you have 19 pictures of <laughs> The barber. The barber. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm like, uh, this is weird. So anyway, Danielle, that was for you because you and I both saw that post, I'm pretty sure. Um, okay. So, okay. Let's do this. Can that, can, can you, um, okay. We're going to hit number five. Okay. Okay. And then we're going to stop. Because Collaborate and listen. Oh, I knew you were going to do that. <laughs> um, and then we're going to make this a two-parter because we're going to go through the next five. In the next Ooh, there's five episode, more. there's yeah, we're we're, we're only at number five. We're already at fifty. Minutes. I know we're at fifty minutes because I can't shut the fuck up. Well, you know. Okay, so symptom number five, fuck, is rule breaking. Narcissists tend to think that they are above normal people, and this includes the rules that others are expected to adhere to. This includes social cues, social rules such as queuing and waiting for your turn as the narcissist seems to think such rules are in place only for other people to abide by. Hmm. Um, now, that's extreme. I mean, that's yeah. that's where you can really get down to the 0.5% because I don't think a lot of people are like that, but there are people out there that... Uh, you, you got one right in mind. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, No Fucking Shit posted something about social boundaries uh, uh, and... People not respecting his boundaries, mm-hmm. right? Yet a friend, a mutual friend of ours told me that they were in the locker room together at a gym, not in a gay gym, not in anything else. And this person, he who shall not be named, walked up and like grabbed his dick in front of these other straight guys like and made the other guy feel uncomfortable. He's like, he didn't he didn't ask. And he was just bitching about people like crossing his boundaries. One, and then now he walks up to me without asking and just grabs my dick. And 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 I know this is an extreme situation, but those kind of social boundaries and cues are like, no, that doesn't apply to me. Mm-mm. And I'm like, are, are you serious? He did that. He goes, yeah. He goes, it pissed me off. He's like, that's kind of dangerous to do. First of all, uh, when you still, un- unfortunately, still you could still. Have the shit beat out of you for, you know, liking dick or whatever. But, um, yeah, so uh, that was the first thing that came to my mind. You don't cross my fucking boundary 
Do you know who else has this? Yep. Mm-hmm. T. Mm-hmm. Yep. Because um, I can, that mm-hmm. person can joke with me about it, mm-hmm. but the minute I do it back, there's this bam wall put up. I'm mm-hmm. like, nope, that's a different, mm-mm. no, no, no. So that one's a narcissist too, but <laughs> we know that. We know that. Um, yeah. So I think it's really the, the boundaries one, that whole boundaries one was fascinating. Uh huh. It is. And honestly, your story reminds me of a porno. That's about it. I mean, that isn't reality. Yeah. No, it's not. I didn't know people actually did that shit. That actually happened. That's shit that you would see in a porno, which we all know is fucking fake. I hope if you don't, I it's hope you fake. know now that porn is fake. Porn is fake. It is scripted. It is not real. That is not how women want to be loved. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> it's, oh. it's for you to get your fucking rocks off and, and move back to work because no. And no. they don't want to lick it like a lo- it's a lolly. No. And I'm acting like I have fucking experience because I've been single for a while. But anyway, yeah, no, no, no. If you don't know porn is fake, you now know. You now know. Lesson from kid. Porn is fake. Don't go home and try to love on your woman like that or your man or anybody. No. Just take care of business and move on back to your day. <laughs> I was watching one recently, and I'm like, that girl is so fucking annoying. Can we mute it? Like, she's annoying. And it was... It was annoying. Like, <laughs> if if anybody thinks that's how it's supposed to be, you need, like, to think again. Anyway, you got me distracted. Honestly. I know. We're talking about sex now. Oops. Oops. It's easily distracting with sex, yeah. But, but you're right. I mean, that kind of shit, if you expect other people to respect your boundaries. um, Respect? Yeah. Theirs. You, you ought to give it right back because, you know. It's do unto others, right? It's easy. Mm-hmm. Don't do things to other people that you don't fucking want done to you. Amen. That's all I got to say. Mic drop. <laughs> so uh, next week, come back for part two, which will still be in the same clothes because we're actually going to record it right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, same clothes, but part two of... Uh, uh, the narcissistic Whatever episodes. You call it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The narcissistic diaries. Uh, thank you. I was actually going right for that, <laughs> but I couldn't think of the word. Yeah, yeah. I like it. So, uh, if you have your own stories of narcissism, or if you are a narcissist, narcissist, if you are narcissistic <laughs> in your tendencies, and you would like to explain yourself, feel fucking free to uh, drop us a line. Uh, on Anchor or uh, our Facebook page, or you can actually go to manlyminds.com and uh, chat us up. Mm-hmm. And if you haven't been on manlyminds.com, get over there. Read our blogs. Read our vlog. Listen to our vlogs. There's a few poems on there that yeah. might make you cry a little bit. Roses are red, violets are blue. Fuck off and fuck you. <laughs> I'm Ken. I'm Kid. And this has been Manly, Manly Minds. Minds.